bitch. Corvette, Corvette, hop in a motherfucking jet like jet. Hit me like that, hit me down like that. They were like, pop, why you all like that? Why you talk like that? Why you all like that? It's La like Uzi Vert. I'm off at Eddie, I'm up. I don't want no time to relax. Yeah. I turn a two to a four, then I turn a five to a stack. A five to a stack. I was just down in the bottom, talking them back in the back. I got this shit out the mud, but they don't wanna talk about that. Keep it a stack. Know that we exing you out if you be moving too fast, and that's a fact. Niggas keep talking about looking for me, but them niggas cap and they know where I'm at. If I ain't no Norris, then I'm on the V. Eleven to word to be exact. If I ain't no Norris, then I'm on the V. Eleven to word to be exact. What's up? I had uh, Walker 2, I don't know, what are we going to call it? Three Man League. I was going to say the pork and roll, maybe, something like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, all right, and we're going to do a little, we're just going to talk about the NBA. I don't know if anybody will listen to this. Jaggy and Salisbury might. Um, but maybe, you know, Garrett's gotten the NBA a little bit. Maybe some of our friends that are new to the NBA will get into it if we do this. I am Chris. Uh, Michael, say what's up. Oh, no. Did we lose him again? God damn it. Patrick, say what's up. What's up? <laughs> All right. That's Patrick. Hey, and hopefully we'll get Michael back on here eventually. We're having some. Um... Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. What's up? Dude, if I leave the screen on my phone, it's just like I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Well, you should get a, a iPhone. Uh, I guess. Solution. Turn yeah. off your uh, lock screen thing. Oh, yeah, shit. I'll have to keep doing that. All right. Well, this is a mess so far, but who cares? We're going to talk about the NBA. Me and Patrick will try to do this at least once a month, maybe every, like, two weeks. We'll just go through and, like, talk about, like, three to five of the, like, best things we've seen over the last couple weeks of the NBA. And uh, sound good, Pete? Sounds good to me. Um, let me pull up my top five things. Patrick, you got your top five things ready? I do. Okay, we'll jump right in. Um, we'll, <laughs> me and Patrick reach through top five things with Michael contributing to. He'll talk about it. And then um, at the end, Michael will run through a little betting segment and tell us some of the stuff he likes. And for this one, we'll do futures, right, Mikey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do some futures. Um, yeah, mine are all futures. Okay, cool. I might do some stuff about the Tuesday night games. There's some stuff out here I like. I like it. But um, all right, Pete, give me your number five. Let's start there. All right, my number five are just is just like the heat in general. Yeah, okay. I don't really have a lot of specifics. A lot of my a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about kind of hinges on whether or not what we saw in the bubble was real because that was such a unique, I guess I'll use that word, situation <laughs> for how to play a game. It was almost like a March Madness tournament type thing, mm-hmm. rather than a normal. Even though it was still best of seven and everything, it's it was like pickup game style like that type of thing okay uh the big like the big like the few like little bullet points i put down were just like not sure if jimmy butler is like kind of seeing if he's actually going to be a bonafide superstar which is what he showed in the bubble but a normal season's a lot different than that <clears throat> and just that they're t- like other than the bucks they're they just they're hitting all the right points you want to see from a team kind of on the rise with really good role, they have really good role players. They have kind of a second star in Bam who could like really be a great player. And as long as Drogic is healthy, they have kind of a second scoring option there. And they've got shooting with 
hero, and I forget the guy's name from Michigan, uh, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Yep. Yeah, they just it's just a solid. They just look like a solid two seed in the East, really, if not challenging Milwaukee for the one seed. Well, and I also think they probably have what the second best coach in the East, maybe the best in Spolstra. Yeah. Who would you put above him if you said second best? Maybe Nick Nurse, and that's probably it. I was that's going fair. to say yeah. maybe – I think there's a second tier. there. I think Spolstra and Nick Nurse are 1A, 1B, and then you have mm-hmm. like your uh, Bud, Coach Bud in uh, Milwaukee, Brad Stevens in Boston. But, yeah, I'd say one and two for sure are nursing. Um, with, with the Heat, I, I we're going to do this – I don't know if Dallas is going to come up on my list, but I feel like a lot of parallels between Dallas and Miami. Whereas, like, Miami was the five seed last year in the East and made it all the way to the finals. And, they, I mean, they beat – who did they beat? The Raptors? They beat the um... – They beat the Bucks, right? Did yeah, they, they beat the Bucks. Bucks. No, yeah, they beat the Bucks and they beat um, Boston, right? Did they beat Boston? I think so. Okay, I couldn't remember. Mike, did they beat um, – help us remember. Who Did who beat Boston? Did who did the Heat go through to get to the finals? Was it? Yeah, they, they, it was Boston. They beat Boston. Was it yeah. Milwaukee? Did they beat Milwaukee too? Yeah, they they were the beat Milwaukee that, first. Yeah, and they then, upset. Yeah, yeah, they were because they were the low seed that beat them. Were they the eight seed? Yeah, they were the five seed. They beat the four seed. I can't remember who that was. Was it Toronto? Who was the four? They beat Toronto. I, I believe and then they played the one seed, who were the Bucks, and then they beat the three seed, which was Boston or the two seed, whoever whatever Boston was. Yeah. That sounds right. But yeah, either way, I think the way Butler plays, you know, like it was a big deal that like Butler didn't bring his family to the bubble. They compared that heat, like heat camp and heat conditioning and all that kind of stuff to the military. Like they'll literally like come up to you and like if your body fat isn't under a certain percentage, if oh, it's yeah, on the yeah, single yeah. digits, you get fined. <laughs> so I, I think that, in, that was in the Udonis Haslam article. That's where I read that. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I think they were specifically geared for the bubble, like their mm-hmm. mindset and all that kind of stuff. Agreed. So, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think they'll repeat. I can give you – on my list upcoming is how I think the Eastern Conference will come out. Like, that's number three on my list, so we can get to that later on. But I don't it, – it would genuinely surprise me if they made the finals again or even the Eastern Conference finals, honestly. Because I think while they kind of stayed the same, and you can, you can kind of pencil in natural progression for guys like Duncan Robinson, um, Hero, um, Bam. I, I think the East got better. I think Milwaukee's a little bit better. I think uh, the Sixers are at least a better, a clearer version of themselves. I think the Celtics are fine. The Raptors might be a little bit worse, but like I don't see them in that like top tier in the East. Hey Mike, can you mute your game? By the way. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. I didn't think it was picking up on my mic. That's I'm a sorry. little bit. Yeah, I, I got you. Background. Yeah, you get it, cuz. What do you me. think? I was walking around. What yeah, do you think about the heat, uh, Mike? A lot of what you said is is true. I mean, but I, I think Butler did prove like he he's. I don't know if he's worth. The, I don't know if the max is a whole different conversation, but I, I think he proved he's in the top tier of talent. I mean, his hard work has kind of gotten him into that. Uh, do I think he can do that consistently? I I don't know. Like you said, the bubble was perfect for him. The mindset, the mindset with the heat and everything. It, I I don't have anything against Jimmy Butler, but 
Uh, like I know some people do not think he has the talent to be the number one to win. I think last year he he proved he's right there, if if nothing else. And I, I think you could get by with the number one team, but do I think they have a number two that can support enough? I, Bam is a good all around player and is the second best player on the team, but is he going to really help you a ton when it gets to late? late game are you going to give him the ball or is he more of just regular season uber talented can do everything type player see i think that's what we're gonna i think bam is really the bigger question because like you said butler kind of proved himself last year in the bubble but it bam took a big leap last year and i think what they really need from him this year is to take even like another step up and become a solidified second option because Dragic is probably not as reliable with that as he once was. Yeah. Here's the thing with Bam. And, and this is the thing with a lot of young players that finally get paid. Um, I think we'll start to see it. <clears throat> I'm not sure. But 15, 10, and 5 is great when you're making $9 million a year. Mm-hmm. It's different if you're getting $28 million a year if you're averaging 15, 10, and 5. It's the Al Horford problem, right? Yeah. Al Horford's great when he's making – 19 million dollars a year but now that he's making 30 he's uh cap casualty against traded along with picks to the thunder yeah, i just that, uh that's a good yeah about I, him. where would you put jimmy butler in your player rankings right now like I don't today know. To, i would I, maybe top 20 for me i, I would say uh, to me 20, yeah he's never i mean on a good night maybe like t- around that 10-ish range but he's just not a top 10 player to me so and it's hard for me to see a team without a top 10 player outside of the weird conditions that were the bubble making the finals. Yeah. Who who are you putting above? Where do you put them like a 15-ish? Is, are you kind of saying? Yeah. There's the obvious MVP candidates. I would even put somebody like – um, like I, I would put a Jason Tatum above him, I think. I would put guys like – Oh, I um, wouldn't do that. See, I wouldn't either. Jason Tatum hasn't really? proved anything so far. That's he's just annoyed at Boston person. <laughs> okay, well, Boston media. Well, the other person I was going to say was uh, Jay, I was going to put Jason Tatum, and then um, who was the other person? You you threw me off there. I disagreed with me. Oh, Ben Simmons. See, I don't know if I would. I would put Ben Simmons above Jimmy Butler either. He can't shoot. I don't think I would. Well, the... Jimmy, hey, here's a sneaky thing. Jimmy Butler can't shoot either. He shoots like 30%. He sure. has enough confidence, though, that he's a th- like, the he, the, it affects defense. There's a difference between yeah. can't shoot and won't shoot. I think that's the problem. Like, Ben Simmons literally yeah. will not shoot anything past the foul line, and even that's kind of given him more credit than he deserves. I mean, I, I completely agree. I just think Ben Simmons' defense, um, his passing ability, that kind of stuff make him uh, – it just sucks that – We'll get into the Sixers later on in my list, but it just sucks that he's paired with Embiid, who can't do anything besides dunk and play defense, whereas Jimmy Butler gets a bam at Adebayo, who's an amazing passer, can kind of hit down that uh, free throw shot, you know, that kind of thing. It just it, – just, a Ben Simmons situation sucks. Okay, you want to move on to number yeah, five? Yeah, we got to move because that was the one I wasn't supposed to talk about as much, and we're already 15 minutes in, so we need to – I know. <laughs> this might end up being a two-hour hey. episode. <laughs> Okay, boys. Um, my number five, the king of this podcast, the man I put a crown on every NBA season, uh, right before it starts. Trevor Russell Russell Westbrook in the Washington Wizards. I am fucking hyped 
for Russell Westbrook to um, – we kind of saw last year, Russell Westbrook to run a spread pick-and-roll offense. We saw it kind of last year when they traded away um, their center from Houston and ran a five-out system. Guess what Guess what? Westbrook's going to run in um, Washington, a five-out system. Westbrook is going to average a triple-double this year. Michael, get us, get us the odds on that right now. Pencil it in. These, Pencil are, it some, in. these are some bold, bold <laughs> takes here. I I, I kind of lost you there. What'd you say, buddy? I'm just saying these are. Have you looked at their roster, bud? I, well, what what I'm about to say might be even bolder. I think they're going to be a five or six seed in the East. I mean, all right. Did your heads explode? I don't. Um, I was going to bet them to win the play or make the playoffs. Actually, <laughs> I'm in, Michael. I because I like Russell Westbrook night tonight. He's going to just give you more than what. Like I, he's gonna will that team, that roster along, in the in the no fan era. A hundred percent. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Davis Bertans, one of their young forwards, um, either R- Rory Hachimuri or um, who was the guy they took? Adviji. I don't know how you say his name. The guy, the Israeli kid. Um, Denny, the guy at the top of the roster thing. I'm looking at Denny Adviji. Yeah, yeah. And then Ab- Thomas Abdija, Bryant, Advija, I have no idea how to pronounce that. And then Thomas Bryant, who's a good um, stretch five. I, that In the East, especially when you look at that back end of the East, that's enough to not only make the playoffs, it's, a lot, it's enough to win you a bunch of games during the regular season, especially with a condensed schedule where you're only playing other teams in the East. I can, can we talk about how this will be – Russ's third team where he's not the best player and he doesn't realize that and how that could be really bad. <laughs> okay, that's uh, I mean, listen, I I worship at the church of Russell Westbrook. So if you want to if you want to discuss with me, like who would you rather have on your team, Harden or Westbrook? I I'll have the discussion with you. That's not what I'm talking. No, I I want you to answer. Is do you think that Russ is better than Bradley Beal? No, not at all. Okay. Okay. I think Bradley Beal's really, really good. Okay, and do, do you agree that it could maybe be a problem for Russ to go to his third team where he is obviously the second-best player, but he thinks he's the best player? Well, I think the Wizards might need a little bit of a confidence boost. I think, um, you, you know, they were this, they were in the playing game. They were seven seed last year with Bradley Beal and literal scraps around them. And now you tr- – and here's the other reason I love the Wizards this year. They traded John Wall, who was a literal a net zero. He contributed fair, nothing yeah. for two seasons. And you replace him to a guy that what, – what, he made All-NBA last year, right? I don't know. I think they at least made the, yeah, I think he at least made the All-Star team. So you replace a, literally a net zero with a – at worst case, a fringe All-Star player. I love that. I, yeah, I, that's fair. I think I think I think Russ is going to put up monster stats. I think that team's going to be more successful than we think. And so I, I mean, give me all the Westbrook stock this year. Give me him for All NBA. Give me him for the All Star team. Give me them over their over on wins. Go ahead, buddy. I agree with everything you're saying, but but all of that doesn't even mean that I would consider them to be a five seed. That's <laughs> that's a very bold statement. Like I could absolutely see Russ averaging a triple double, but I don't think that. I just I don't know. I'm just I have the roster pulled up, and 
that there are a whole lot of names. Like, I know you follow all this closer than me, but there's a lot of names on there. I don't know who those people are. I know, I know. But I just, I mean, this team was starting Isaiah Thomas at point guard last year, and you upgraded Russell. Oh, they drafted Cassius Winston. I actually like that. I don't know who that is. (laughs) He played at Michigan State. Okay. He's a point guard. Yeah, he's a point guard, but. All right, we can break down the Eastern Conference. That's number three on my list here in a minute. You want to give me your number four? Or, Michael, you got Yeah, any... my number four hold is on, actually on, Michael, quick. you got any thoughts on uh, Westbrook real fast? No, I, I kind of agree with just about everything you guys said. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I also think they're going to lose in the first round. <laughs> that, that's, that's it's about like Russell Westbrook in the regular season. Put up a triple-double, get some wins. Russell Westbrook in the playoffs when it slows down. He still can't shoot, and he doesn't move off the ball. And Bradley Beal's not as good of a creator as Harden. So, yeah, <laughs> probably Russell, out the first round in the East. Russell Westbrook, Luka Doncic with a worse PR team. Okay. We can talk about that later. <laughs> we will because I'm going to – two things on my list are the Eastern Conference Shakedown and the Western Conference Shakedown, and I kind of want to talk about those here in a minute. Give me your number four, Pete. All right. My number four is that – and this is – like I said, this is going to be real quick. I'm just going to go on a little rant for a minute. Yeah, go. I am not talking about any of these teams until I see <laughs> something more proven to me. You actually were talking about Philly. They're getting added to the list. Like Philadelphia, it. Boston, Milwaukee, and Portland. I don't want to hear it. Like, I want you to do something. Go, go in the playoffs and do something. I don't want to hear about how this season's going to be different, even though you have the exact same roster. Like any of this stuff, it's just I'm leaving Denver off that list for now because they really only had. I would say last year was kind of their big, like I guess coming out party. You would say with Jamal Murray and. Jokic and all those players but yeah I just don't I don't want to hear anything about I don't want to hear about goddamn Ben Simmons goddamn Joel Embiid and then they lose in the first round like I don't know I'm I'm sick of it, I'm sick of it. <laughs> that's all I have to say um I agree with you on teams like the Sixers even though they kind of did an overhaul this year Portland same thing they did an overhaul this year I'm kind of with you there's certain teams in the league I just got I don't care what they do in the regular season at all I just care. Like, Houston's another one. Don't care what Harden does in regular season. All that matters to me is their playoffs. Milwaukee could literally go 82-0, and and I would be like, great. Show me that you're not going to lose the Heat in, what like, the first or second round. What did what did Portland do to overhaul? Um, they traded two first-round picks for Robert Covington. They, um, they got another wing. Who am I thinking yeah, of? Yeah, so they traded two first-round picks for a player who was on – one of the other teams on my list of people I don't want to hear about. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I would I would call that more of like they changed a tire than an re- overall. Reshuffling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, they made – they what they did, they picked up some wings, which is good because now they don't start Car- Carmelo anymore. They also convinced Carmelo to come off the bench. It, I call that an overhaul. I don't know. No, that Yeah, that's an overhaul in itself. That's overhauling Carmelo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh you got any th- anything else you guys want to talk about that on that real fast? Can you do your number four quick, or do you want to stop it here and start over? We got like seven minutes. Let's let's just let's do mine real fast, and then we'll uh, take a we'll take a break. Okay. Um, mine's the MVP. Uh, who do you guys have for MVP? Oh, you, I, I mean, I, I can go first. My, I have who I think will be the MVP, but I also have my the bet that I I made a bet or not made a bet, but I picked my 
MVP bet based on odds than who I actually thought would win it. Yeah, but, and I figured we'd get into that with Michael here in a little bit when we do the yeah, betting thing. I would, just, I would pick Giannis if I just had to pick the MVP. Like, that's who I'd pick. But See, I don't think Giannis is going to win another one. I, I, I think it, everybody's on the same page as you are with the Bucks. Like, he's got to prove in the playoffs. Mine are uh, – I'll give you my top three. Luka's number one for me because just because he's going to average a triple-double. And I think I – think, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I think the narrative is getting set right now for Luca to win it. That's um, fair. My number two is Jokic. Um, Ooh, I think it's in tasty odds on him. I know, I, and I think Denver can be a <clears> two seed in the West, maybe even a one seed. I think they're deep and they're talented. And Jokic is like he's lost like twenty five pounds since the bubble. Like, I oh think, yeah, I remember he looked completely different. Yeah, I think I think Jokic is going to be awesome. And then here's my dark horse, which I know, I want you guys to give me the odds on this later. Anthony Davis. Oh, I think if LeBron sits out a bunch of games, and and the Lakers are one or two seed, I think Davis has a pretty good shot. You know, the odds on, I remember seeing. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but the odds on that are not as good, obviously. But I think yeah. if, of your three, if I were going to make a bet on them, I would probably pick Jokic just because I think he was like twenty to one or something Ooh. like that. Those are tasty. I'm going to be putting some of my money on that later. The the narrative with LeBron hasn't that been like that for a couple of years. Like maybe this is the year he takes more of a step back. Does it boost the odds? I I think he's just too much of a force to like have the value for for that Anthony Davis bet. Yeah, so I, I just I just don't think point, it's yeah. possible to happen. I kind like, of I don't think it would happen. I kind of agree with you, but if the Lakers are clear one seeds in the West, like, and I think they will be. I think the Lakers are going to be awesome this year. Um, they're not going to give it to LeBron. LeBron's never winning another MVP. I'm sorry. I wish he would. He deserves it every fucking year. He at least deserves to be one or two in the list every year. But it, it, and that's why I think I don't think any Laker can win it because I mean, he's going to be too good. LeBron, one of them is going to be too good for the other to win it. Yeah. That's, that's completely LeBron, fair. He steps back. He won't step back quite enough for AD to win it. And that's why Luka's number – yeah, Go ahead, That's why Luka's number one on my list because Porzingis is going to miss until February. And so I think Luca, if you know, if that team's the four seed, the three seed in the West, which I don't think they will be, but they could be, if they are, then you'll get a bunch of Lucas carrying a team of scrubs to the upper half of the Western Conference. Go ahead, Pete. Oh, I was, I was just gonna say, kind of what Mike said, but if, like, I I don't think there's gonna be enough no of one way. of them stepping back. Because, like, if AD wins, people will be like, oh, well, could he have done it without LeBron? And if LeBron got votes for it with AD stepping back for some reason, they would be like, oh, well, would he have been that good without AD? That's fair. It's just too – Yeah, you see that a lot. You see uh, one team with two good players, the votes get divided between the two of them a lot. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on MVP, Mike? Would you want to make a pick? Uh, if we want to just take a take an odds look, uh, what do you think Steph Curry has to do coming back from his injury? Well, it depends on how good you think the Warriors are going to be because I don't think they're going to be very good. I but, have I have thoughts on that a little bit later as well, and I am yeah I'm, I agree with you. Guys. The one and two the the MVP usually has to be from a one to two seed. The only exception was Russell Westbrook averaging that triple double, which is why everybody lost their minds. But and it um, does it depends though with the narrative though, Chris. That was the year like people were kind of fed up with. Were, were they fed up with Harden's playoff exit, even though Harden still put up a great year the next year? Yeah, that's fair. I just um, – what are Steph's odds, real fast? 
I think it was plus a thousand if I look if oh, I remember. I got that's, a, that's a five dollar bet if I've ever seen one. Oh my Yeah, God. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um that, so that's my number four. Um we're at twenty eight minutes. Let's um stop here and we'll hop back on in one second. I'll call you guys back in one second. Okay. All right. All right, I'm back. All right, so can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? You're good. Oh, Michael, have you tried these new Bud Light seltzers? Nah, the peppermint one has turned me off. Like, every <laughs> that. like I know I just dumped three of them down the drain. Oh, my God. Is it that bad? I'm about to try it. No, I just I, – I assume that's what it would be like for me because I don't like peppermint that much. Yeah. And that seems like it would be straight peppermint. It's called, it's called peppermint patty, so I'm wondering if it's like chocolate. I I've heard that you can taste the chocolate a little bit, but that's, I think that'd be disgusting in a seltzer. Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for in a drink. Yeah, well, I'm cracking them open right now. I'll tell you well, one second. The peppermint? Say. Are you trying a peppermint? Well, I'm trying the. Which one's the first one on here? Oh, it's a peppermint one. patty. Oh no! I've heard the apple one's really good. Yeah, there's apple crisp, ginger snap, which sounds good to me. And cranberry. What's up, Pete? Have you had these new Bud Light seltzers? I haven't. Well, I'm about to try one right now. I'm trying a peppermint patty. Oh, that sounds awful. Wish me luck. Didn't need it. Don't sound things. That's terrible. Yeah. I figured it would be. It's drinkable, but it's terrible. Oh, my God. Who would drink this? Oh. All right, Pete. Uh, this hit us, not sponsored by <laughs> yeah. Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> All right, Pete. Hit us with your number three. Okay. All right, my number three is a little out there. My number three is a lot like your Wizards thing, mm-hmm. and it's got the Detroit Pistons. Oh. Okay. I like. Like, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be a great. Team. This is the hottest take I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but I love, I love point forward Blake. I did. So. I actually did so. I like a little flashback D Rose action, like how he was. Didn't he have like a sixty point game or something like that last year? He had, he had, a, uh, he had a good couple games, didn't he? Yeah. No, he was good. He, I mean, he was really good towards the end of the year. And they just. I don't know. I, I Maybe they think the East is a little more open than everybody else does outside of Miami. Like, if you just put Miami Bucks, Philly, and Boston in the top four spots, the rest of it's kind of open and there for the taking. Wizards. <clears throat> <laughs> I said on top four. Fine, they can have the fifth spot. But, no, they just have – they have uh, Jaleel Okafor, which I know he's nothing great, especially defensively, but he proved he could at least – like average 20 points for an NBA team, which he's, can't be said about a lot of people. He's also only 25, which is crazy to me. Who I forget who's I saw somebody's age when I was looking at like the rosters for this and it blew my mind. I forget who it was though. Yeah. And then or maybe it was Lamar Jackson's, not NBA related, but it was somebody like that. Oh, Lamar Jackson's younger than um he's younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um and they have Josh Jackson, who was really promising draft pick a few years ago and it just didn't really work out for him so maybe a change of scenery i don't know i just kind of like i just think if blake's healthy he can lead a team with just decent pieces around him because he never really got to do the point forward thing in la because they had chris paul the whole time Mm -hmm. and if you kind of just give him the reins of the team like i said 
I don't think Detroit's going to be anything great, but I think they're going to be kind of a league pass worthy team, kind of like how the Suns were last year. Yeah. Where people treated the Suns because they had Booker. But all of this hinges on two players who are pretty injury prone, staying rel- relatively healthy for the re- most of the season, which I don't know, remains to be seen. But I just, I was looking through their roster and I always remembered seeing whenever I saw Blake play for them the past couple seasons, it just seemed like if he could stay healthy and on the court, he could, like I said, lead a team of decent pieces to maybe contend for like an eight seed, not make the playoffs definitely, but I don't know. Well, we got to, this is, I'm going to struggle with this all year. We got to, we have to reevaluate how we do like eight seed stuff because like the playing game exists now. So if you're the, what, 10 seed, you still have a shot to make the playoffs, which is weird to think about. So, like, yeah. are the Detroit Pistons, the, can they be the 10th best team in the East? Probably, right? And then you have Blake Griffin, who's probably going to be one of the best players on the court every night. That's like, what I was going to say. Like, if you're, I, yeah. the eight, or if you're the 8 seed or the 9 seed or whatever, and you have to play, do you want to play Blake Griffin and some decent pieces around him in a one-game take-all situation? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. Like, definitely um, not. Listen, I, I, I think the Detroit Pistons are getting shit on because they had a weird offseason. They signed a bunch of power forwards to, like, big – Jeremy Grant got signed away from Denver, who – Jeremy Grant was decent in the bubble at guarding, like, your LeBron James, your Kawhis. He was good at, that, like, that kind of stuff. But during the – he's just – $20 million for him is a lot. But, like, I, I think too often, especially, like, ESPN, the Ringer, nerds, get wrapped up in just because Jeremy Grant makes $20 million a year doesn't mean that he's not going to actually, like, contr- like maybe that's an overpay, but he'll still contribute on the basketball court. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so their starting lineup is probably going to be, I'm going to guess, Derrick Rose with, oh, who's going to be their two guard? Probably Rodney they don't. They don't really have a shooting guard. They don't really have guards is the problem. They've drafted that uh, Killian Hayes who played in France. Yeah, who people are really high on. I think the Ringer, who, listen, the Ringer is the Portland of sports sites. They're the most hipster thing in the world. I think, um, what's his name? Kevin O'Connor had Killian Hayes as his number one prospect in the draft. Okay. Which, that's mean... fu- no, that's fucking stupid. Let's be honest. It's, it's fucking stupid. Oh, no, yeah, but I'll take it saying Detroit's going to be good. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. You want me to hit my number three? It kind of yeah, ties yeah. into yours a little bit here. I'm interested – so you said this earlier, Pete. I think the one through four are going to be set in the East. I think it's going to be Milwaukee, um, Boston, Sixers. Um, who am I missing? Milwaukee, Boston, Sixers, Milwaukee, Miami. and Miami. I, I think those four will be the four top four seeds in the East. The next four are fascinating to me. I don't. This is why I'm so high on the Wizards. I think Toronto is going to take a step back. Without um, they lost Marcus All and Serge Ibaka. I kind of think they're going to be bad. Have you looked at their roster? Just kind of glanced over it. Well, they don't look great. I think they might get James Harden. Okay. I I don't know how much how how hot you take you want to get on here, but I think they might get James Harden. Um. But yeah, their their roster is not great. It depends. Do you believe in sec, um Pascal Siakam? Kind like, yeah, but he's not going to be quite Leonard. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what you need him to be to win with the kind of roster they've got set up there. Yeah, I'm I'm lukewarm on Pascal. If they could somehow keep him and get Harden, then yeah, I'll be right back in. But 
the uh, the offers I've seen include Pascal Siakam. And I'm sure they do. They would have yeah. to. That's really the only yeah. like, youngish trade. They also have OG Ananobi, who's decent. I like. I'm very high on OG Ananobi this year. I think he might be a borderline. We might be kind of talking him maybe a little bit about um, all star consideration. See, weirdly, like he is this year. I feel like what Pascal Siakam was last year. Like I feel like that's a good comp. See, Occam's like a step up from him now, and he and Ananobi is where Siakam was. Even I don't know. Those okay. are just the only two names I know on that roster, other than the Fred VanVleet guy. But um, let me pull up the NBA here. Give me one second. They just okay. seemed like a far cry from the team that won the title a couple years ago. So if we pencil in the Bucks, Sixers, Heat, and Celtics in some order, that mm-hmm. means. Four of these teams – well, I'm sorry. Let's put the Nets in there, too. Okay. Because I think the Nets will be good. We'll get there later, too. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. That means the, that means three of the following teams are going to have to make the playoffs. Pacers, who made it last year. Raptors, who made it mm-hmm. last year. Um, Magic, who made it last year. And then you're into, like, the Wizards – See, now that you're naming those teams off, I think your hot take on the Wizards is less of a hot take. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I could see – if you just – just yeah, like give me a team with Westbrook and Bradley Beal and they should at least make, what, the six seed? Yeah. So I'll give you those five. We're, we're kind of – we're all agreed on the Bucks, Sixers, Heat, Celtics, Nets, right? Yeah, who I would are, say in some order. Who are your next three playoff teams? Um, I'll give you some names. Pacers, Raptors, Magic, Wizards, Hawks, Hornets. Um, maybe the if you feel really good about the Bulls, the Pistons, the Cavs. I don't think the Pistons making like the eight seeds that crazy when you give me that list of teams. Because I, I would probably say Wiz I would probably say Wizards and Pacers would be my five, six in whatever order. Mm-hmm. And you could literally just put a bunch of names in a hat and pick out the last few teams because that's that's kind of bleak i think the raptors and wizards are in i i I think i think the raptors with nick nurse are in i don't think there's any i think he's too good of a coach to miss the playoffs Mm -hmm. but then then you're in a tier with the pacers and wizards and the magic and hawks and the hornets and that's why i like the wizards the most because i think bradley beal and um russ westbrook are better than any combination of players on the rest of those teams honestly you could combine all the players on those teams and i don't think you could be better than Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. <laughs> Michael, who who do you have? What three playoff teams do you have outside of those five in the East? Oh God, I haven't looked at it closely enough. But I mean, I'd put the Pacers in again, uh, definitely. I, I again, I said I was betting on the Wizards uh, to get in there, and I mean the the last one's a toss up, especially with the play in game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that was my East. I think that that. East will be. I think one of these teams. Like I think, I think, I, I think you say the Pistons get hot and go fifteen and uh, so much nine during a month. Like that might be good enough to get them in playoff consideration. And so much of these, so many of these teams we've been talking about, like the Pistons, the Pacers, even the Wizards. All of these teams have players with. I'll probably leave Westbrook out of that. Maybe when saying an extensive injury history. Yeah, but if if let's say Blake stays healthy, uh, Westbrook's out a month, Old Depot's out for six weeks, 
that could be the difference between who gets the seven seed and who misses the playoffs. Like, yeah, definitely. it could just be whose whose stars stay healthy the longest. And especially the thing with COVID happening, because it'll still be going on in Tuesday or Tuesday. Yeah. Um, oh well, we have the vaccine. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I agree. Okay, um, Pete, what's your number two? Okay, this might be a little long. I know they've all been long, yeah. but my number two. <laughs> is the entire Pacific Division in the West. This is going to flow perfectly into mine. <laughs> You've got, and I know we never talk about divisions in the NBA because who the fuck cares about what the divisions are, but it just kind of lined up this way. You've got the Lakers and the Clippers at the top, which, I, like, I don't, we don't really need to talk about the Lakers anymore. They're the title favorites. They're clearly, barring, like, a horrible injury, they're going to be awesome. The Clippers are this kind of the same way. But they actually made some additions I really like. And this is – you're going to think like I was born and raised in Detroit talking about <laughs> the Clippers when I talk about Luke Kennard. Oh, Because that's, where they, oh. that's where they got him from. Yeah. But I just – like they, they got – basically they added a bunch of – he's a he was a very good shooter. That's what he was brought into the league for and all that. Mm-hmm. But he was doing that on a shitty team in Detroit, whereas now he's going to just be getting pretty much open looks – Nobody's really going to be thinking about him. They added Serge Ibaka, who I know is older, but I've always liked him. Well, how old is like? I don't know. Well, like, that's (laughs) probably debatable. Yeah, I know, right? I think, like, NBA reference has him to, like, 27 or 28, honestly. Which, he is not 27. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the 16-year-old who played for Dortmund this weekend? <laughs> yeah, not. I'm going to guess not 16. Who <laughs> looks like 32. Like, he legitimately looks like 32. Like he looks <clears throat> like he could be Bless one of the, uh, Anyway, but yeah. I don't oh, know. I'm, they haven't listed at 31. I'm sorry. I, I got a little carried away there. <laughs> go, go ahead, Pete. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I think we, we lost you, bud. No, okay. I'm here. Go ahead. Okay. All right. But yeah, the, I like I like the moves the Lakers made more, but I think the Clippers made some decent moves as well to just kind of because I know they lost they lost Montrez right and he went to yeah the Lakers. he went to the Lakers. <clears throat> did you see the not to get completely off subject? Did you see the uh, when he took a shot when they were playing in the preseason? Patrick Beverly just goes hell no, <laughs> no I didn't see that. And somebody I did was like, see that. Somebody was like, he was probably waiting nine months to be able to do that every time he shot. Okay, going down my Pacific Division list, I think Golden State can be, could potentially be really bad. I do too. I, I, I just saw that on the headline on ESPN that Draymond's likely to be out already, or he could like miss games already, or he's questionable or whatever. Yep. And their roster just isn't. They're the they're kind of the opposite of what the teams that I like have done, where instead of like the Clippers kind of brought in some players who could make open like wide open corner threes when all the attention's on Paul George or uh, Kawhi. Mm-hmm. What Golden State did is bring in two black holes with Wiggins and I forget who the other one was. I'm drawing a blank. On um, it Kelly Oubre. Is that who it was? Yeah, Kelly, it was, Kelly, yeah Kelly Oubre and the draft pick they picked is like could potentially be. I just James like, Wiseman. I do not. It's Wis- yeah, It's Wisman. It's I no, it was, no, it's not. It's not. It's Wiseman. not Wiseman. Yeah, I learned that. It's it's Wisman or something. It's something weird. Really? Yeah. Not in my country. 
Not, yeah. not in Gordon's America. <laughs> Gordon's America. He's James Wiseman. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, I think like I feel like everybody's kind of hyping up the Warriors just because Steph's back and they still don't have Clay. What? They don't have a lot of those pieces that they had in their title winning seasons. I just think I forget what their over under wins was, but I just think they could be not just okay, but really bad. Especially if if he goes out for even a month, things get bleak on that team. You, you're getting a lot of Andrew Wiggins, eighteen footers that are going to clank off the side of the rim, and Draymond's going to scream at him. Uh, um, keep it. go ahead. I I just uh, there is nothing about this Warriors lineup. I like. I think if you're relying on everybody keeps saying like, well, what if Steph has like an MVP year? Steph is 32 years old. He's got an ex- – you want to talk about extensive injury history. Steph couldn't stay healthy yeah. in the league for his first six years in the league. Um, it, or like last year. He played, what, four games last year? And they were 0-3 or 1-3 in them. I can't remember what it was. But there's nothing on this Warriors team I like. And listen, I get that we all liked how inclusive the Warriors were for the media and bringing everybody in and like – when you talk to their players and the coaches whenever, whatever. That doesn't mean – like, I heard a guy – I was listening to a podcast, the Dunked On podcast, which is a good podcast. But he goes through every team and brings somebody, like, a local reporter. And he was saying, like, how James Wiseman is probably the most athletic seven-footer in the league. Wisman, or however you pronounce it. It's the most athletic seven-footer in the league. And I just I just turned off the podcast because that's insane. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like – I, There's someone Kevin Durant exists, or Giannis Antetokounmpo, or yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. I, it, it was just one of the or Anthony Davis or, dumbest yeah. takes I've ever heard in my life. I just there's, I think when your fourth best player is a rookie, when your fourth best player is what, um, who I'm looking at the roster here is Kevin Looney. Is I don't know. It's just I don't, Eric Pascal, Kelly Oubre. Like I, I don't know. I don't like this roster at all. I think if they make the playoffs, we'll be lucky to be um in the top six seats. Probably they probably won't make the top six seats. Yeah, I just I did not like them at all. Okay, so back, I'll finish my thing up real quick. Mm-hmm. Not really going to talk about Sacramento. <laughs> no need. <laughs> I I don't like Phoenix either. Oh, okay. I'm opposite on you. I I, I like Phoenix this year. I don't like that, and this is a theme that I've seen across the league, and I get it. You want to just get the best players on. You want to get the best players and figure the rest out later. Yeah. I totally understand that. But why is why does it seem like people think that putting two ball-dominant guards together is ever going to lead to you winning a title? Or, like, being – like, I'm just going with, like, uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Both of those players need the ball. Like, I guess Chris Paul can play off the ball a little bit, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. Like, he wants to pound the ball into the ground and be the one controlling the offense when Booker, as we've seen in the bubble last year, needs the ball in his hands all the time. Mm -hmm. Kyrie Durant's kind of the same thing in uh, Brooklyn, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I just felt like we talked about the bubble being so different, and it had a very much like an NCAA tournament vibe to me. Okay. And I think that's why Phoenix was able to do so well. They they got hot. They won all those games and almost made it into the playoffs. They lost out to Portland, right? Yes, I think. Yeah. They went undefeated. One just... money. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't – I don't see Chris Paul being 
like, I think he's an overall good addition to the team, but I don't think it's going to help Devin Booker, which is kind of just letting him cook was what led them to such a successful little run last year in the bubble, which again, I was saying might not even be legit because the bubble was such a weird situation. Yeah. I'm going to push back a little bit on the Phoenix thing. I like how their roster like fits together. I like, I like, they do have good role players. I had that. Yeah. I'll give you that. And, and I agree with you that we've never seen two ball-dominant players win a title together. I mean, I don't I don't know if what you want to call Steph and uh, Durant when they play together, but, like, Steph was happy being off-ball. Steph can play off. Yeah. Steph will just run off screens all day. Yeah. Like, he can do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with that. Even Durant can play off the ball better than pretty much – Durant can play off the ball better than Paul Booker or Kyrie. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. I, uh, yeah. But I do think there is something to having 48 good point guard minutes or whatever you want to call them. Ball do- like good ball handler minutes on the court. Like at the all ball times. carrier. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, Didn't... It's like Harden and uh, um, Chris Paul. Like they were great during the regular season when both were on the court. They were great during the playoffs when both were on the court. Um, and there is Wasn't too... Booker uh, forced yeah. into the ball dominant position a little bit more than what he was naturally good at like he, he's more of like an off the ball yeah he's a two guard he's a natural two guard yeah i mean they had oh yeah they had rubio last year but rubio's not one to like create his own offense you know what? he'll create offense for others rubio yeah i know i'm joking dude. oh yeah okay <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> i guess i was just even though you're mike you're right that he is more of a two guard that type of thing I guess I just meant I don't know how happy he's going to be to have the ball taken out of his hands when he showed what he can do with it last year. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, Chris Paul. If they win, I think it could go well. If it goes poorly, yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see him going. Yeah. I mean, that just it seems like one of those scenarios. Yeah. What's the saying? What, is, it, is it morale or chemistry? Is a three game win streak? Is that what it is? Is that the saying? <laughs> it was like creativity and genius. Just like success is the, the the sheer difference. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, Pete, that was um, your number two is perfect for my number two because my number two is the West. How the West, how's the West going to shake out is what I wanted to talk about here. Um, I think the Lakers are heads and shoulders better than everybody else. I, I mean, it's yeah. preseason basketball. We've even they're four in the preseason and it hasn't they haven't you know it's been pretty brutal. They're they're pretty they're a great team. They're a lot better than most teams. They're deeper than most teams. They're their top ends better than most teams. I think the Lakers are gonna be awesome. Two through seven is a fucking mess, and I don't know what to do with all this. Um, I think I think the Nuggets are definitely going to be in contention. I think the Jazz are definitely going to be in contention for the two seed. I think the um, other Los Angeles team, the Clippers, are going to be in contention for that two seed. And then in a two, oh, you don't like any of those? <laughs> no, I like I I agree with you on most of those. I haven't really thought about the Jazz a lot, to be honest with you. They're good. But I was going to say, I like the Clippers and I like the Clippers and the Nuggets, especially if Murray could maybe – we kind of saw at the end of the bubble last year, he kind of took a little yeah. bit of a step up from where he was. It, but if he could just get – Him and Donovan Mitchell. They both took a – I mean, yeah, that series was yeah. amazing. <clears throat> um, and, and then you have the next year, which if the Rockets have James Harden, they're going to – they're a 45-win team. That's just what he – it's it's boring and it's awful to watch and – but he's he gets you forty five wins. I think the yeah. Mavericks might get a couple more wins this year. I don't know what to make of the Warriors, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, the the uh, the Suns. I think 
the the I, I don't know what you want to do with the Kings. The the I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just I, I I want your prediction on how the West is going to break down, Pete Corn. I am rooting for a Clippers implosion. Personally. I, I fucking I hate. What <laughs> I love when they like just fuck. They like got bounced from the playoffs. They blew a three-one lead that does not get talked about enough. Mm. I gotta great. say, compared to like that. compared to how the Warriors got roasted for it. <laughs> well, the Warriors That's deserved it too. No, they did, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't have a bunch of people coming out and being like championship or complete bust. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. never done anything. I don't know, but uh, I, I don't know. I, again, I haven't. I was more just kind of looking at some bets for values before this, so I'm just kind of playing off of your guys. I don't have the in depth like where it's finishing. Oh, you good? I'm just. I'll just. I'll add in some little comments here or there. Um. You know something I just thought of the other day that I giggled to myself for like a good 20 seconds? Hmm. Isn't it funny that the Denver team, a, a, a state that is very famous for legalizing weed, is called the Nugs? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought. I didn't either. And I, I thought of it the other day and laughed to myself for a good like, <clears throat> minute. <laughs> um, okay. I just, I think the East and West, I think, I think it's going to be fascinating. The bottom half, I think the top half is going to honestly be kind of boring. The one through four seeds in both conferences. Yeah, I think that that bottom four in each conference is going to be wild. Where do you see Dallas finishing, Pete? I don't know. I don't like the Mavs as much as everybody else. I see people to. putting them at like the three, two or three seed, and I don't think that. I don't either. I don't know. I don't think I love Luca. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I don't think you can. When your best player is that much of a defensive liability, yeah, and you don't really have, they don't really have a ton of pieces around him, especially with Porzingis being hurt, and he always seems to get injured. Like he, you want again, you want to talk about injury prone? It doesn't. It's not even seems to. He's never finished an NBA season. He's had surgery no. at the end. Like that's not exaggerating. He's had surgery at the end of every NBA season in his career. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I just, I. I don't. I. They're definitely a playoff team. They're probably, probably a top half of the bracket playoff team. Mm-hmm. I disagree, but I, but I don't think they're two or. Th- I. I think they're maybe like four, or five seed, not two, three seed. Yeah, I. Th- I think we get excited watching them play Clippers, and they played six competitive games. But we got to remember, if Luka doesn't hit a forty-five foot buzzer beater. They get gentlemen swept. They get four one in the first. In the yeah. you know, what I mean, like they weren't. They were. And, they were a seven seed last year with Luke averaging a triple double and a healthy Porzingis. Like they weren't. And I don't want to. I don't know how much higher they get this year. I don't want to be the like place where all the Lucas slander comes from because I know that's your job. That's my, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you? And this has nothing to do with stats. This has just has to do with watching somebody play. I never think his threes are going in I don't when I watch him shoot. Ever. <laughs> when they do, it like that step back that Harden does, every time he shoots that, I'm like, oh, that's going in. Yeah. That's that's money. When Luca does the same thing, every time it goes in, I'm like, well, shit, I give him that again because I doubt he makes it. And he usually does, but it's – isn't he not so that you, good of a three-point shooter? No, he shot – for it, but he's not. He shot 30% from three-point last year. Yeah. That, that's his career. He's 32%. If you watch just highlights, you would think he's a better shooter than that. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. how 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 often they like show his highlights. Yeah. Either I mean, to be fair, he, I mean, he seems to hit a lot of late game shots. 
Yeah, and and he he does something valuable, which is create offense. Like by himself, he's an offense. Yeah, you you can just put him out there, and it'll create for others and himself. Like he's good at that. But like you said, Pete, he's a thirty percent three point shooter. He's got to get better at that. Well, and I don't think the next. Let me pull up their roster real quick. I just want to see what they're. Well, you're not going to be impressed. I was going to say I want to see what they're. We are also coming up on. Thirty minutes, so do this fast. No, yeah, that's fine. I figured we. You're basically you're basically they... betting on Luca to improve, right? Yeah, you if are. If you're taking them to the top half of the Western Conference, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is not a. That's not a Lakers roster. It's not a Clippers. No, that's roster. not. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's not even a Clippers roster. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't like that. All right, so Chris, do you want to stop it here, and then we each do our number what? ones and the bets in the next what? one? Yes, sir. You read All my right. mind. I'll call you guys right back. What's up? I'm back. Okay. Uh, Wait on Pete. I'm looking at NBA Futures right now. Oh, there's some juicy ones on here. Oh. God, the Nets are getting some love, aren't they? Yeah, I, there's too much risk for me to bet them. Yeah. <laughs> just not doing it. I wouldn't either. Not with these numbers. I mean, it's just Durant. But, I mean, like, the Kyrie thing is a little worrisome. I don't know. All right. Don't yeah, trust him. with you. All right. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, let's finish with our number ones. Pete, what All you right. got? My number one is the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. And... In descending order on my list, I have the Kyrie's. He's just a lunatic. He's nuts. I mean, did yeah. you see the Sage thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said he's going to do it every game. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's insanity. They're, they're on my. They're number one for me, both in terms of interest and I think they could actually be really, really good. I think they will be good when they. They're healthy and play. I don't think I don't think Durant plays back to backs. I don't think Kyrie plays back to backs. And then what are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I saw on their team that I like the most, and this is more, I think they're gonna need to be a team similar to the Heat last year, kinda. Mm-hmm. Where they just just get in the playoffs and then make noise. Do it for, like go from there. Because yeah. I looked at a lot of their a lot of their supporting cast, they just have good shooters. Like all of them are at least I think I looked at I looked at Dinwiddie, I looked at um who else was on here? I think they have care do they have no uh it was Landry I think it was Landry Sham Shamit Dinwiddie Karis Lavert. Lavert and then they have a is it it's Jared Allen? Joe, Har- Joe Harris is who I was Joe Harris, about. Joe Harris, yeah. All Jared of Allen. them either are or are close to 35% career three-point shooters. Yep. And with Kyrie and Durant on the floor, you're just going to get better and better looks than you've ever – probably than any of them have ever gotten in their career. So I think that that is a good – like, that's just a good sign for them. And then I also have that your two stars are, in Durant's case, he's had one very serious injury – and in Kyrie's case, he's had a bunch of, I would call, smaller injuries. And it could all just come crashing down. If I think, honestly, I think if Kyrie goes out, they could be okay with Durant and some good role players. 
But even then, Chris, like what you brought up, without if Durant's not playing back to backs, that goes from a really nice mm-hmm. two superstar, three really good role players out there with them set up to Joe Harris has to go out and get you 30 points a night for you to have a chance. And that's not Ex- where you want to be. Exactly. And I love, <laughs> I like the idea of Steve Nash as a head coach. And I really like him bringing Mike D'Antoni on as an offensive coordinator. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mike D'Antoni would be the third best coach in the East, or maybe even the first or second on it. Like, you, I would put him in that tier with, with guys like, like and Nick Nurse. And Nick Nurse. Yeah. So I love that. Um, I think the Nets are going to be really good. Um, I, me and Mike were talking before you hopped on here, Pete. Like, their odds, though, to win the championship and the, like, they're getting love. They're no, I know. That, they are. <laughs> They are part of, I think, one of the bets I like, but that's it because they're just – their odds are too bad for – especially a lot of the team stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'm fascinated by the Nets. I, I don't think they'll make a trade. They could. They could get – I don't think they're going to get in a hard sweepstakes. I, I know they no. get floated around, and that's no. everybody's NBA jerk-off thing. I don't – they're not trading I, – I think – I think you keep guys like Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie because when Kyrie and Durant are out, you get you get Ky- uh, Karis LeVert running spread pick and roll with uh, on a Mike D'Antoni offense. I love that. Love that. Yeah, idea. I was gonna say if if they enter the Harden sweepstakes, they may as well literally try and just play three on five with an D'Antoni offense because yeah. they will have <laughs> nothing, nothing left. And and here's the fear with the Nets: they're going to be awful, even with Durant and. Irving, awful at defense. They are going to be the worst defensive team in the league, or, or in the bottom five. Now, that, that will be fine. They'll score 130 points a game, but they are not going to be able to score. Or defend it. Or anybody. defend, yeah. All right, you ready for my number one? Yeah, go for it. I think we need to talk about Giannis resigning with the Bucks. I think oh. we need to talk about big market versus uh, little market. I think we need to talk about the Supermax. I think there's so much stuff to so much meat on the bone here, the honest thing. Um, my first question, Pete and Michael, good or bad move? Resign with Milwaukee. For him or for Milwaukee? Uh, well, Milwaukee, obviously, it's a good move. Like, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for Giannis, <laughs> is it a good or bad move? I mean, he got paid. The guy, the dude is getting money. And in his yeah. situation, it's a bit different where that goes like a – I mean, it goes a long way for everybody, but – Coming from where he came from, like his family set for the rest of their like all generations. Yeah, so from like his that grandkids, grandkids will be fine. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't going to be much different though. Like, which even if he signed like somewhere else, he was still getting paid a shitload of money. Yeah, um, I think like come year four or five, he'll come to regret it. They're just really? the, the small market teams. Like they're already starting to make moves that like they're giving up future picks for the stuff that isn't necessary. For- like. For win now, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. Like that, that'll be good. But like, and, and you better win in the next the first three years. Yeah. If, after honestly, that, holiday's old, and he, he's could be regretting it. I honestly think he's fine because if I think if it overall it's a good move for him because, like Mike said, yeah, it's going to be kind of crappy in year four or five, but he could just demand a trade like every other superstar does. Yeah, like he, I know it's going to be like a huge contract or whatever, but somebody literally took John Wall's contract after he is coming off like a very serious injury. So I don't know. It just seems like now because I heard somebody, some 
somebody on one of like the hot take shows or whatever say, oh, he's screwed or whatever. Like, no, he'll just like he'll refuse to play and demand to be traded somewhere good if it all goes bad for him. That's literally what every superstar does. Yeah. And also, though, he's at the age where he'll still get paid again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'll still be able to go to contender at 31 years old. And, you know, if he if he decides to leave, um, th- this re- it reminds me of the Westbrook thing. I, I read this somewhere. I can't remember where I read this. It was just like it was a Washington Wizards fan saying, like, I'm so fucking glad we get the Russell Westbrook before he goes to chase a ring. Like the Russell Westbrook, right, right as like, like he's no longer worried about like getting a contract, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And neither is, you know what I mean? And I think Giannis now, like all, not that he wasn't getting paid before, he's still making $20 million a year before. He signed that five-year, $100 million contract, I think, after his rookie thing. But like now that he's paid, paid, all he, all Giannis cares about is being a legend for Milwaukee and making sure that franchise is good. Yeah. Rather than himself. And I I love that for uh, and I, you know I I think I think we're gonna learn from Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and these guys that they were not LeBron James that they couldn't hop between franchises and still be beloved at those franchises before when when LeBron James retires he can still go to Cleveland or Miami or now Los Angeles and like open a restaurant and open like a clinic like. Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, they're not going to have ties to any city when they yeah. leave. You know what I mean? They're could not Le- like. Go ahead. Could LeBron have done that though if he hadn't won Cleveland a title? I was I was about to say. Well, I Cle- I think they 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 would have taken him back. Miami definitely not if he didn't win. Yeah, no, no. I, but, oh, but I, I think, I think Miami was just happy being... to have him there. Honestly, I don't think Miami really gives a shit about that. Well, that's why, like, if he, but like, if it, he just went there and they were happy to have him and they never won a title, do you really think he'd be like that welcome? Oh, back, no, he though? wouldn't be beloved, but I don't think that, like, I think if he hadn't gone back to Cleveland and won them a title, he could not have gone back to, like, been seen around Cleveland and a lot of, I don't, know. I don't he, know. He's done so much for that. Even when he left, he's done so much oh, for I that know, area. But they were... what, I, I think the difference is, though, winning a title. As the best player, that's why Durant's not going to be beloved in Golden State. It's why it's Steph Curry's team forever, right? Yeah, yeah. It's because not only do you have to win titles, you have to win them as the best player. Do you think Durant and Durant's never done that? Not not only that, but like that Golden State team is such its own thing. Where they were, I mean, they just set the record for most wins in a year. Yeah. I mean, and loss. <laughs> yeah, championships of LeBron. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but no, I know. But that, like that team was just so good before he got there. It was never yeah. going to be like, and he, he became answer, the best player. But but that's not yeah. going to matter. But to answer your question, Pete Durant said when he was playing for Golden State, he said to people like close in the circle, and all this stuff's come out over the last like year or whatever that like he would be jealous of the love Steph Curry got from the fan base that he wasn't getting. Yeah, so, I was going to say, do you think when he went there, he thought they were going to embrace him and it was going to be his team? Like, he could take it from Steph and Clay? Because I, well, I don't know if Clay, he... Even. I think people love Steph. I don't know if he... I don't think he cared. He just wanted to okay. win. No, I, I, I don't think that's the case either, Michael. I think he wanted to be seen as not the best player or the most loved player in goal. I think he wanted to be seen as the best player in the league. And that never happened. Everybody was still saying LeBron is. Yeah. And I think he got upset because he was not viewed as the best player in his league because he joined a super team with a team that had already won a title. And I think that's what ate at him and drove him crazy, that he was always viewed as the second best player in the league, the third best player in the league, et cetera. I think that's true. But, like, I, I, remember, I don't think he cared about, like, 
wanting to win the fans over in Golden State when he went there. I think he went there for strictly basketball purposes. To th- and like you said, he wanted his talents. Oh, right. That didn't happen. And that might have been maybe he realized he needed more fan love or he was, I don't know. Because, yeah, like he outplayed LeBron in the finals. And people were still like, oh, yeah, LeBron's best player in the league. (laughs) Yeah, LeBron dragged a team whose third best player was Jeff Green to the finals. (laughs) Like, um, first off, don't drink the ginger snap, but like seltzer. That sounds good. I like ginger. It, It does, and it should be, but it's like bitter at the end. It's not like the sugary sweetness of a ginger. What 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 ginger have you had that's it always is bitter if it's ginger isn't well, it? Ginger ale well, this is so much sugar in it, but yeah, and like gingerbread cookies and ginger snaps. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So it's just not sweet but, enough. Never mind, it didn't matter. Uh, there's something at the end of it. I need you to try one. This is the solution. This I don't really like Bud Light seltzers in general. I think I drink almost any other brand I've had over those. That's the hottest thing we've had on the podcast so far. They all kind of have like a weird aftertaste to me, I think. There's like a metallic, weird, fake flavor to all of them. And they, they don't really taste fizzy at all. They're they're kind of flat to me. I don't know. All right, we got a little sidetrack there with the uh, talking about KD and all that stuff. But I think, I think Giannis is going to be viewed like Kobe, like Duncan, like um, Dirk, like all these guys that were like – loyalist to the team and I, I i think that's good for the nba but what if he leaves that. like steph his is contract is up to go chase a ring do you think he'll still be beloved in milwaukee like that uh yes yes i do <clears throat> okay i think it would depend how he, if he demanded a trade maybe oh, not yeah, but if he yeah. took out if, if he if he ended yeah. his tenure with his contract i think they'd be okay yeah but i think for um, the most part people are still gonna burn his jersey because they're dicks <laughs> I think they only get. I think. I think people only like turn on you if the first chance you get to leave, you leave. Yeah. This was his first chance to leave, so he said, "I'm staying here." So I think even if he leaves again, Milwaukee be like, "Well, we had ten years with him, and you know, what I mean, we had a decade." And I honestly think another, because I know people were saying like, "Would he stay? Would he go? All that." Mm-hmm. I don't think there were many better situations for him. I know it was shitting on Milwaukee, but I don't think there were a ton of better situations for him to win than staying there. Well, the fu- the fucking clowns at the Ringer and ESPN that are the same places like Golden State and Dallas. Nobody wants to see that again. We we lived <laughs> through that for the last four fucking years. We don't want to see one team be the overwhelming favorite. We don't. That's why I love the Lakers this season. They're they're the favorite, but it's not going to be so easy that like we shouldn't even play the game. Yeah, right. If if Giannis and Luca played together, there is no point to have the NBA season anymore for the next. I don't five know years. if I agree. There's with just that, no point at the rest of the Mavs roster. Well, I think I think Giannis is so good defensively; it doesn't matter. I think I think Giannis himself can get you a top five defense, and Luca by himself gets you top five offense. You put them together. See, I don't think I'm and... as big of a Giannis fan as you. I was saying this to my brother, and this is going to sound stupid, but I mean it in the technical sense, not mm-hmm. in the athletic sense. But isn't it weird that the MVP of the league is like not that good at basketball, like? He's he's good at like yes he's a, he's a better passer he's a great defender and he's super athletic but the typical yeah. league MVP, like even LeBron if you put LeBron in an empty gym he's gonna hit like eighty five out of a hundred threes or whatever like I'm not so sure mm-hmm. that's the case with Giannis it's not the case he's not that good he's he 
Um, he's not a great ball handler, and he's not a great. Shooter. He's basically become technically gifted enough that his athleticism can just like he's good enough at the technical parts of it that the fact mm-hmm. that he's such a good athlete and he's so big can just take over and kind of carry him through the rest. Like I said, yeah, I'm not calling Giannis a bad basketball player. I just think <laughs> it's funny that like if you look at like Russ and LeBron and Steph and Harden. Like all these people who, other than LeBron, almost have to overcome their physical, like their physical stature in some way to be that good. Whereas Giannis is pretty much the opposite. But but I think I think you're discounting how good Giannis is on defense. Like, no, I, no, no, no. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. He is you, with him on your team. You walk into the best defense in the league. That's, that's what they've been the last two years. The best defense yeah. in the league. It's insane how good he is defensively, and I, that matters. And he's and he's good enough on offense to average twenty seven without a three point shot, which is wild. which is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's basically Dwight Howard with better ball handling skills. Oh, I would say he's. I know. I, I just wanted to get a hot take, take out there. Calling him a bad <laughs> I would honestly say he's like, basically like KD if you were a better defender and worse at the technical side of the game. Yeah, that's fair. So, okay, my last point on Giannis is, is this good for the league that he stayed in Milwaukee, or would you rather him go to Golden State, or would you rather him go to Dallas, or go to Miami, or go to Toronto? Oh, I like him in Miami. I wasn't thinking about that, but that, I like that. That was – Miami literally didn't sign any players this year so that they could have cap space to sign him next year. I would have watched. That would have been nice to watch. With him and Jimmy – yeah, him See, and I, Jimmy Butler, that could have been fun. <laughs> I, I, I say all that and I like the idea of it, but like I don't like him being removed from Milwaukee and then Milwaukee's just a black hole for basketball for the next until they we have to talk about Milwaukee Yeah, we have to talk about Milwaukee maybe making the eighth seed and I have to care about them going up against the, the Heat in the playoffs. The eight one matchup. Like I don't want that. I want I, I want there to I want there to be five teams that can win the East. I love that. Yeah, I don't like there no, being I think one it's or good two. for the league that he stayed overall. I'm just saying that I didn't really think of the Heat for one of his teams and I really like that. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It, like I don't think this contract is gonna, if it one way or the other, was really gonna drive profit for the league anywhere. I mean, the the narrative wise, I like it in Milwaukee, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm more concerned about them just getting a good complimentary fit. I'd rather watch Giannis anywhere with a good player to play with to watch like have better basketball yeah. than. The market, but I don't think that's like the general way everybody looks at yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like watching that's all because play. you're talking. I'll say that you're talking to you're talking to a Westbrook fan. I love watching the guy take on one on four. <laughs> I, I I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> I am all for that. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, th- let's wrap up. Be honest. There. Those are so. If anybody's listening and this is your first time listening to. Um, in the NBA kind of stuff. Garrett, I'm talking to you, Garrett, and maybe Blasco or whoever. Um, I'm hoping we give you some things that you can look forward to look at. Michael, let's, we got about 10 minutes left. Let's do a betting segment. Oh, okay. Let's see here. I'll pull up, pull up my app here, go through some stuff. What, what category you want to start, Chris? Give me, um, give me two, three of your favorite futures. Let's see here. God, I 
this isn't a great place to start, but have well, you looked at most improved player odds? These things are well, ridiculous. Let me see. It's like, let's see, the lowest odds I could find are like plus 1,200, oh, and it's yeah. Shea Gilders Alexander. I that's think wild. on DraftKings, he was the that's second a good, that's a good favorite one, to Jamal Murray. Let me go look. Jamal Murray's plus 1,800. You got Kobe White plus 1,600. Christian no, Wood, Andre well, eight, well, all right off, around. It's it's got to be something that makes a, let's let's narrow this down. It's got to be something that makes the playoffs, right? It's got to be a playoff team, and it's probably got to be a surprise playoff team. Like Jalen Brown's not making it. Sorry, Jalen Brown. But like, would you make Zion's um, plus? Uh, like Zion's twenty to one. So would you like? I think the players listed on here are just you've got people who like barely play, and then Jamal Murray, who was like the second best player on a really good western conference team last year like I, that's what the that they debated this forever what's what what categorizes it's the most so improved? strange it is um of this list i'm looking at right now michael i like michael porter jr it's plus 1600 but wouldn't you rather just take like my list has him at plus 14 wouldn't you rather just take uh jamal murray at plus 12 because he's so much better of a player i don't know like that's but do you want the better player yeah, like I yeah but but if Jamal Murray makes him like, what does Jamal Murray have yeah, to be the most improved player? He's got to, he's got to make like, he's got to be in, in the MVP discussion Mike. for Michael Porter Jr. If he averages twenty three and nine and four three steals or whatever, he'll make he'll Mike, win. We hijacked this, and the Nuggets are two seeds. Do you have a? Well, Jesus, I've been trying to talk. I, I've, I've been trying to talk, but I was looking at the odds, and when I'm out of the app, I can't talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, jumped out to me too because he's like, he's been an injury history. He the tat like he had the expectations there. Yeah. He's, the he's, he's starting now. They announced he's the yeah. Starter. I don't hate Tyler Hero that or, or like. Oh, here's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-eight to one. Damn. I mean, like you could just you could just sprinkle a little <laughs> bit here or there on some of your favorites, and like yeah, well, you'd be no harm to you. But it could, the payout yeah. would be huge because these odds are. Insane. I'm going to literally throw one dollar on like five of these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Why not? Like Markel Fultz at thirty-six to one is going to get a dollar. Where is he? he's not yeah. even on like the top half of my screen? Oh yeah, he's there. He no, it's, it's, I didn't mean this to be like our main betting conversation, but that jumped out at me like, oh, no, what the fuck it. am I looking at? <laughs> okay, okay. Let, me, let me refine this discussion real fast. Um, Michael, I'm going to go through the list here of futures, and you tell okay. me what you, what you like. That, that'll that help, yeah. And I'll, I'll read you the odds, that way you don't have to exit the app. Thank you. NBA Finals champion. Here's the top six. Lakers at plus uh, 2,200. Tw- sorry. Lakers plus 270, Bucks plus 550, Nets plus 600, Clippers plus 650, Nuggets plus Nuggets are 16 to 1, Heat are 16 to 1. I can get you more if you want them, but what are no. those? Oh, I mean, I'd, I'd put a little. I don't, I don't want to put any money on the Clippers because, like I said, I'm rooting for a Clipper implosion. Yep. Um, but I'd sprinkle a little on the Lakers again. And a little on Milwaukee coming out of the East. I uh, I probably just bet the finals matchup between those two. Okay, um, that, probably that the better off. They're the favorites. Okay. Eastern Conference champion. You have Milwaukee at plus 240. Nets at plus 270. 
Heat at uh, six to one. Celtics at seven to one. Six to seven to one. Raptors at nine to one. I kind of think the sick. I kind of think the Sixers with Maury in charge could could do anything and like shake it up and actually have a roster that's put together better. I love the Sixers. I don't. With I don't. I love it. I'm like a year early. You need to have them a year. But I, that's the team I would I, – if the value's there for the future, I, I would take a look at because you could be looking at a completely different team come the end of the year. They could get hardened. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Western Conference. Lakers plus 140, Clippers plus 280. Nuggets are 8-1, to one, Mavericks are 10-1, to one, Golden State's 12-1, to one, Jazz are 16-1. to one. I mean, like, like I said, I like, I'd probably just do the Lakers box final, yeah. like, matchup and just parlay it together uh, to just pick the favorites right off the bat. But I, I don't know. It, I, I find it after last year, like, a team to beat the Lakers. I, I honestly think like the Clippers were the only teams team that had like the talent to do so after a while. So I, I know there's injuries and stuff, but you can get some value with. Your oh, who was it? Uh, I've sprinkled probably the Jazz and the Nuggets. The, if the, like value, yeah, if, if you if you want to take a long shot value, Jazz at sixteen to one. Look at the Jazz roster; it's talented. It's good. They run eleven deep. I love Jazz at sixteen one. There, Pete, you got anything on, on any of those? Bets? Um, my only one is th- most of mine are not on the team. I have a couple like over unders that I liked, and then I had mm-hmm. the like. I just think the Lakers at plus two seventy five to win the title is pretty good. Like. I don't I do hate too. that as a bet at I like all. I know it's boring and simple. My other, I had Raptors under fifty-eight point five wins at even odds. I kind of like that. And the under yeah. of the Raptors, and then Pete. I I don't know if you know anything about the Raptors betting history, but they've hit the over on their over under for nine straight. Well, it's seasons. time for that to change. <laughs> well, there you and go. then I had this one I loved, but they changed it from. I swear it was at sixty-eight point five last night, and it's at sixty-six five now. I would bet the Lakers yeah. under sixty eight point five. If they're if they're tell. resting LeBron, you're telling me they're gonna like basically you're telling me they're gonna beat either the Warriors or the like the but like yeah like you're gonna be like a seventy win team like that doesn't happen very often. No, I, I'm and I like the Bucks under sixty eight point um, five, and that is their actual thing that you can get at minus one hundred four. Because I so we're running out of time. You you want me to call you guys back or rush through this? Let me call you guys back. Probably be That's safe, fine. yeah. Yeah, let me I call you guys. Some... Let me call you guys right back. Here, yeah. This. yeah. All right, I'll call right. you guys right back. What's up, buddy? How many games are there this season? 72. 72 game okay. season. All right. Yep. There, so, Pete, I don't know if you know this. It's a 72 game season this year. To, to get so to get 60 wins, that's fucking crazy. Wait, though, I feel like they have those odds based on a uh 82 yeah, they have schedule. A full one. I just pulled up FanDuel, Pete. It was like 48 and a half for the okay, Lakers. I was going to say, because, yeah, that, that's – but I would still take, like, the whatever percentage less that is. I still think I would like those bets. Yeah, for most teams, I <laughs> usually look at the under for um, um, over-unders. I, I, I usually like the under more. Because yeah. one injury – you know, if LeBron or AD gets hurt for three weeks – the under is a guaranteed hit. I was even thinking with the Lakers just because they're going to rest their like so prone to resting LeBron or even AD at some points that yeah you're going to get some losses here or there. Okay, um, I sorry I was like speeding through that, but I was trying to get us under the time limit for the last one. So let's take our time here and reassess here. Yeah, that's fine. Pete, 
Are there any futures you like for the champion, Eastern Conference champion, Western Conference champion? No, I, I mainly just like the – I really only looked at the Lakers. I didn't really want – I like Mike's idea of basically just picking what you think the finals matchup is going to be and betting on that. Yeah. I liked whatever odds you had. I think you gave odds on the Lakers-Nets finals, and I think – like I don't think that will necessarily happen, but the odds were pretty decent on it. Oh yeah! If you can, if you parlay those together, they're both plus two seventy to win their conferences. Yeah. So you're looking at, you're looking at seven to one odds. You're looking at some good stuff. There. Yeah, that's not bad. Just like take a flyer. And then, on uh, okay, now let's look at some player awards here. Um, <laughs> Mike, what do you have on the MVP? You want me to list you what I have I'm here? Trying, I'm trying to get, come back to me in a minute. I'm trying to find a website that works on my work laptop that lists odds. <laughs> <Okay. on. laughs> All right. Look uh, Patrick, you, you go first, then. What do you like in the regular season MVP? Do you have odds in front of you? Uh, yeah, I got some on here. I like – the one that I wrote down that I liked was KD at 12-1. Uh, to 1. Okay, I have him on 10-1 to 1 on FanDuel. Yeah, I'm, mine thing. will be a little different. I still like 10-1 to 1 for him, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like it – with this, I'm really just going with the odds. I had my long shot one on here, and Chris, you'll appreciate this. Was Trey Young at sixty to one? My man, my man. If they're a four seed, hell yeah. Or like you've got even on. I don't know what you have on yours. I got Donovan Mitchell at eighty to one. Like those are again. You're not oh, betting that it'll happen. You're betting the odds specifically. But yeah, I'm eighty five <clears throat> to one and Trey Young sixty five to one here. Yeah, um, but I actually do like cuts. the KD bet. I think that's actually a decent. A well, decent if we're make. If we're all super high on the uh, Clippers to be maybe the two seed, why don't we take Kawhi nineteen to one? Oh, he's going to rest too much. Kawhi DraftKings is twenty five to one for me. Yeah, I think that's not a bad value. That's that's a, that's worth five. It's bucks. worth it's worth sprinkling on. I yeah. just think you're you're betting against the history of uh, him not playing the full full season. Yeah. Plus, that's like what it, I it, on these are just people who. It always seems like rats. like the voters okay. have like a hangover from the last season or so, where they they yeah. they need to do something really special to get their vote. Well, he finished third last year That's before the playoffs. That was before the collapse. Um, all right, so we we are looking at like things we like, like you know, we like ten to one for Durant. Gun to your head, who wins MVP this year? I think Giannis. I I said that earlier, but I think Giannis. You think he's a back to back to back MVP? I don't know. I I don't really have. I think he's the only one on a team good enough that plays every like doesn't really rest that much. Like I think Luke will probably have better stats, and maybe he will win. But his team's not going to be even a. I don't think they'll even be like a seed in the West. So I don't know. Biggest thing that would hurt Giannis um, is how bad they're not supposed to take it into consideration, but how bad their playoff performances have been the past two years. Yeah, Pete gu- or Pete Corn, gun to your head. I don't know, dude. I I guess I just lean lean the favorite with Luca. I kind of do too. Honestly. I just don't know if they could vote Giannis three years in a row. At that point, you start getting the, like historical arguments and the fact that. They haven't done anything in the playoffs. I think starts to hold him back. Finally, I just don't think that he'll, he'll win it three times in a row. He'll be the best player in the league, but I don't think he'll win. 
I'm just I'm just gonna put this out there to the universe, guys. If you bet five dollars on Jokic to win the MVP, you win 180. Yeah, I saw honestly, that. man. I, like I think <laughs> I, I would bet like 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 Kawhi, Jokic, anyone like in that range. Like I just sprinkle it around. I would because yeah, don't, I don't, don't put fifty dollars on one. You're saying put five dollars yeah, on two. I because I don't think like Giannis is going to win it. So it's it's going to be that next class of player behind him that's going to sneak one in. Yeah, yeah, and, and and literally, unless Luca breaks basketball, unless he averages 35, 12, and eleven, like he his, I think his stats might look worse this year than last year because it's almost impossible to get better unless he starts hitting threes at a better rate. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to go through some of these other player words? You want defensive player of the year? You guys have those in front of you? I have who I picked. I'll look at the other ones. I'll pull them up. You guys talk, but you guys just don't talk <laughs> okay. to me first. You're good. AD's a favorite at plus 240. I don't like that. Even though he was second last year, yeah. I think they're going to rest him and LeBron. I think you're going to take their gas off the pedal. Um, Rudy Gobert, I like that. Giannis, I love. I like Giannis. What's Giannis love. on your site? Plus 390. He's, yeah, 400 on mine. Yeah. I like and then if you want, the one. That was mine. I was going to say that. If you want to sprinkle if you want to sprinkle it around, throw five on Bam and five on Simmons. Maybe even five yeah, on I was Goliath. I like Simmons odds there. Uh, I could you believe Embiid is ranked above Simmons? I know he's that's crazy. He is here. He's plus eleven. He's eleven to one here. And it's like eighteen to one for Simmons. It's it's a noticeable gap. Yeah, Simmons it's, it's sixteen to one, to one for Simmons. Fourteen to one. Oh man, it's sixteen to one for Simmons here, and eleven to one for Embiid. I like. On I think side, if I one like of them is three thousand or thirty to one. I just I, I I'm with you guys on de- player of the year defensively sprinkle some money around yeah. is what I would say. Don't yeah. take the favorite. Don't bet fifty dollars on the favorite. No, I'm with you. I I, I didn't and like Gobert, you get a. I mean, he's he's a, he's a tall seven footer. I luckily he hasn't had injury history, but that yeah. that team they they need to continue to stay good. And I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good feeling about him. All right. What about a uh, rookie of the year? I have no idea about any rookies in the NBA. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Not no a clue. clue. No clue. Um, Wisman, or however you pronounce his name now, is Wiseman. Um, this is Mike's I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> he's plus seven fifty. Um, Killian Hayes for your the pissing lovers out there, Pete, is uh, pretty pretty much ten to one. And then for my Wizards lovers. A VG, yeah, he's fifteen to one on mine. Yeah, he's fourteen to one here. So yeah, I don't like any of these. Though. If I, I had no idea he's a rookie of the year, honestly, I I just don't I feel like the media's not going to vote for him. He's such a bad shooter. That's true. <laughs> he just not what can't you said, Chris, what Mike said. Yeah. Um. What about six man of the year? I didn't really look at these that much. I mean, sprinkle them on like you're like I'd put. Lou Williams is a favorite still, but he seems to win it every year. Yeah. Or he's right there. I, I like Hero at 20 to 1. Or Drogic, Drogic at 12 to 1. One of those uh, Heat guys. I like on mine. You I could th- sprinkle a little. Dinwiddie and Karis Levert are both 12 to 1. So just put a little bit on each one of them. Ooh. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. The, yeah. Montrez 24 to 1 is 30 to 1 here. Um, Montrez I think might start too many games. Has a guard won it most most more years than not? Probably. Yeah, Montrez Montrez won it last year. Oh, did he? Yeah. Hasn't Lou okay. Williams won it like a million times? He won it the last like three years before that. Yeah. <laughs> and he finished second last year. 
<laughs> you gotta, you gotta no, love the heat check guys. No, Schroeder coming off the bench. Last year. But here's the thing: like Schroeder and Harrell might start this year. Karis LeVert or Dinwiddie, one of them might start. Like so, that kind of screws you a little bit. You get boogie. Yeah, you, you, you definitely want to vote for an estate. If you're gonna put something down, make sure they don't start. <laughs> yeah. Boogie, yeah, fifty to one. There it is. <laughs> anything will most improve, Michael. You got anything good here? Uh, like I said, I, I would like the Porter Jr. stuck out a little bit to me. Um, go through there if you like. Like, I, they're not going to give it to like this. Isn't like the NFL where you have like a bounce back or comeback player where you no. just base or like generally though you can look for like people that have like had a bit of an injury checkered past that have a crazy like a lot of talent. Just yeah. sprinkle a little bit there. The odds are going to be ridiculous, I'm sure. So no, just just. You can put cents on the dollar and come away with with you get a free dinner or some shit. Yep. Pete, anything on most improves? No, not really. That's that's such a mess. What, yeah. We kind of talked about it earlier too. Okay, and, and to make the playoffs, um, anything pop out to you guys? I mean, you know where I stand on my uh, Wizards love. The Pistons are plus six ten to make the playoffs. Yeah, I know they're they're. Pre- I actually one. wouldn't hate betting on that. Do you guys have a somebody that has like minus odds to make the playoffs? Who you're going against? No, but I have somebody that has plus odds to make the playoffs that I'm going for. Rockets are plus one twelve to make the playoffs. I love that. That's I, I would put, even. That's like almost even odds, though. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I you, would still put money on it. I, I think the Rockets are going to make it. Chris, you can get the the Warriors to miss the playoffs for plus one twenty eight right now. Really? Oh, I that's spicy. Like that. I hate that. I that's like hot. That, I kind of like that. Because <laughs> oh. you know they're they, – because they have Steph coming back, they're ranked higher than they should be as far as the odds go. Yeah. And West- no, what – one thing I absolutely love on here, OKC to make the playoffs plus – it's 25 to 1. To miss? I, no, to make them. To, to oh, make Oh, okay. 25 to 1. 25 damn. to 1? I see some well, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, Al Horford pick and rolls hitting some okay, shoes. Does make the don't playoffs hate mean make the 10 seed and win that game, or does it mean actually? Yes. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that's how I got my Portland bet last year. <laughs> yeah, you have to win the the play-in to make the playoffs. Okay. Um, let me see what else here. Nothing's really popping out to me. What about you guys? You guys got anything? Not really, and then for the as far as like the win totals, honestly, I didn't even look at them with with the shortened year. I did not want to go through my head yeah, I don't, doing I don't like either. the math to see like yeah, what what it should be. What it says. You can, get, <laughs> you can get a calculator and figure this out, but I'm not. I'm not doing all that. Okay. I mean, I could set up a mean Excel sheet and send it to you guys, but that's that's not what I'm. I'm not mentally going through there doing that right now. <laughs> I'm not going to make you do that, but um. <laughs> All right, so that's it for um, – I think that's it for our NBA podcast. Oh, I have good two boys. more small bets. I thought you just – Oh, lay more. Go. Go, go, go. Okay, cool. I like Jokic at plus 800 for most triple doubles. Okay. So you got some props here. I don't see – What's Westbrook? Um, I did not even see his, which means it's probably pretty high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't – Okay, he's got to be above Jonas Valanciunas. Oh, he's plus 500. Never mind. I just missed him. 
Luca has like net minus odds on most triple doubles on this site. And then I had yeah, don't bet that. No, don't bet no, that. No, 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 no. I like I like KD over twenty six point five a game at minus one ten. I like that. You guys are like high on the net. I'm high bouncing back. I love the nets. Yeah, I like the I like. The There's nets a lot sure. of risk there, guys. It, I would almost bet the under for every one of the nets players. Um. Maybe because of injury, it might be a real thing. And the chemistry and everything. I I would bet the under for like points, average wins, and everything for that and the Clippers. Like, pick a team that you think's gonna implode. <laughs> or or do to be bad, so bad. <laughs> I do too, though. I do. I'm with Mike. <laughs> okay, uh, let, let's get out of here on a uh, last note here. Let's talk about the Tuesday night games, the Christmas uh, week games. That's Speaking of our Nets, Nets uh, Warriors. Um, Nets are favored by seven. What, what do you guys think? Where do you think that game goes? Pour one out for Clay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so you, you think you think the Nets you think the Nets win by seven? I'd probably take the Nets money line. Okay, that's minus uh, two ninety. That's not bad. Maybe do a little parlay on Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, that's probably Christmas right. parlay. Well, that's the early game. That's there. the seven o'clock game. The ten o'clock <laughs> game for us East Coasters is Clippers Lakers. Lakers yeah. are favored by two and a half. And their money line. Yeah, you might as well just take them at the the spread if they're favored by that little. I kind of like the Clippers to win straight up over the Lakers. Honestly, I was thinking that too. Just the way they're yeah. coming off the, went off last year. I don't know. I'm with yeah. you. I, I, I guess that's a feeling, Chris. I think the Lakers are not going to give a fuck about the regular season because let's be honest: if the Clippers get the one seed and the Lakers their two seed, guess what? Who more fans are going to be in the same arena for? <laughs> that's the, the Lakers. That's a really, it's a really good. <laughs> the Lakers don't I'll, care about I'll see a two teams. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 what I would do is parlay the Nets with the Clippers, and you're going to get some banging odds for that. Let me look at that up. Let me do Mike, that the Sixers are who I want to implode. I found my team that I want to implode. There you, you get go. Two to one odds on that. Oh, I like yeah, See, I, yeah, that's pretty. Two good. to one odds. That's not bad. I saw. No, the, I didn't mind the Sixers either, thinking they'd just be different by the end of the year. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. This is going to become one of the two-hour podcast. <laughs> well, thanks um, for having so, me on, guys. I don't think I contributed too much. Yeah, fuck oh, yes, you yeah, did. Are you, are you going to come back one in two weeks? Um, maybe. Well, what well you're, from, you're, might be the first of the month. I might be able to make that. Your child's not going to be here yet, so you'll be back. No, I'm, I'm going to be busy with the uh, month close. Well, you'll have to uh, I could probably do Yeah, I'll try. Well, Michael, if we don't talk to you in two weeks, I'll see you soon. I'm sure, pa- Patrick. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks here. All right, and uh, good luck uh, to everybody. Betting, good favor, good fortune, everybody. What are you gonna say, Michael? Anybody want to play a little Warzone for nights over? That's a Patrick call. I'm doing a good job. I hit the back of your Rari. Sorry, but I ain't my sorry. You playing games like Atari. I cut you up like a karate, girl. I hit the back of your Rari. Sorry, but I ain't my sorry. We the ones crashing the party. This is a sorry, not sorry. Sorry, I left off the game. Twist up, new car. Yeah, married to the money. Man, I should've went and got a motherfucking wedding fan. Man, I put that on that. Bitch, if I'm a vehicle, breaking up when it take off Niggas, I'm so dead till I pull up and put a thing out Baby, I'm a real one
Sorry, but I am a sorry. You playing games like Atari. I cut you up like a 